Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Hello and welcome to Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. Trail Mix is our short format episodes between our larger format episodes. Last time on Trail Mix, we had hiked the first two miles of the Kalalau Trail on the Nepali coast on Kauai, an island of Hawaii. We talked about a lot of things besides just the hike, including some important things to know before you go, like the fact that you should bring a lot of water with you. And how to get permits. Right. And how to park. Right. And all of the safety concerns. And a little bit of the history of the Nepali coast itself. And how the Nepali coast flooded in 2018, which caused it to close for almost a year or a little, a little over, over a year. year. 14 and months. we were on the Kalalau Trail right after it opened in June of 2019. Right. So let's get back on the trail. So this was a Friday morning. We had gotten up at 6.30, we'd parked the car, and we had gone to the trailhead for the Kalalau Trail. Filled with anxiety. Filled with anxiety because yeah. it had rained all day the day before. And all week the week and before. And all week, and that it was absolutely going to be, we thought, raining this day. Right. And if it's raining, we're in a pickle. Right. Such, uh, essentially. A such a pickle. A such a pickle. <laughs> right. We are in a pickle because the river that you have to cross after you do the first two miles the of the Hanukopia Trail, Hanakapia Stream, flash floods. And if it's raining, the current of the river is so strong that you will get swept away. And that is not great. You get swept right into the ocean. Right. It's not good. No. It's terrible, actually. No. So it. So yeah. Yeah, no thank you. And that was a lot of the warnings that we had, you know, read on weather.com, which is my homepage. Um your homepage for home your page life for my life weather.com. My life page were about, you know, the rain and the fact that flash flooding, I believe was a possibility through like 2 p.m. that day that we were hiking. It was. And so, we were just like literally on pins and needles like, oh my God, please don't rain. Yeah. I had actually, I mean, I had prayed prayers in hopes that it would not rain. <laughs> and so um, you. it had not. No. So thus far. Right. Like it was clear. It was clean and clear and under control. <laughs> right. Like up until, yeah. the, I mean, 
we had reached this river. So we're currently staring at the river. We had just talked to this park ranger who was this state park ranger who checked our permits and who was like, yeah, okay, you can keep going. He actually was like, hey, listen, you know what? It's a great idea to hike that whole 11 miles out there, or the, the remaining nine. But he's like, you could just hike right up to Hanakapia Falls. He's like, it's really beautiful there. It'll and be an eight-mile round trip. You can swim. He's like, why don't you do that? He's like, I mean, if you want to hike all the way out, great. But this is my suggestion. And we were like, well, we didn't come all the way this way to not try. Right. So we were like, no, we're going to, we're going to do it. We're like, thank you very much. And we're going to do it. But we decided to not cross the river right there. We decided what we were going to do is go down to the beach. Right. And cross the river at the beach. Right. So that involved like a little bit of kind of scrambling over some rocks. Um, There were some bigger boulders on the side of the river there. I'd imagine the area that we were in, if the river is very, very high, would probably have been flowing water too, while the current was strong and we didn't want to cross right there, which is a spot you can definitely cross right across, right where the trail meets the river. We decided that it would be a little safer for us to hike down to that beach. So we did have to kind of surmount a bunch of boulders and kind of scramble over some rock to get down there. The river itself kind of goes over like a little bit, I wouldn't even call it a falls, but it does like kind of like drop down to the level of the beach very like gradually. And there are like two kind of big boulders there that mark that and you can get onto the beach there. Now, yes. there was a man standing was, on the boulders. I was literally about to mention <laughs> okay. He was shirtless and he was standing on the boulders and he was like, I don't know, 50? Yeah, he was on so, the older side. But he just like, he looked like a regal bulldog standing like on, what did we call him? I feel like he was Poseidon incarnate. Like he was, he was just, he was sc- like, and he was screaming. Like he wasn't, and the children were screaming. No, but he no. was yelling something. He was yelling when we couldn't understand crazy, him. And I didn't know what he was yelling about. At first I thought he was yelling at us, but he wasn't. He was no. just literally like yelling out into the ocean. Yeah. So you know what? I Talking hope he got ocean. his feelings out. Yeah. And I hope, you know, he's I doing well I feel like well he now. had come back from camping out there because he also had like a plastic bag filled with things. Yeah, but he didn't have gear. No. Or his gear was somewhere else. I don't know. He was a mystery. Also remember like the hippie commune. Also the perfect getaway. Also the perfect getaway. (laughs) We were literally like, I mentioned the perfect getaway in this moment. You were like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's a murder mystery. People like died on, on, uh, in the movie. And you were like, oh, great. Yeah. It's real great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we were at that part where we had to take our shoes off. Right. It was kind of like, yeah, it was almost like a little lagoon. It did, um, but there. it got like past our knees. It was a little deep there. Oh, yeah, it was very deep. It was less of a flow there, which was great because it was a lighter current at that point. Um, so I felt very safe there. You did. I did. I felt pretty safe there, yeah. too. I mean, you were walking and then you were, your feet were like going like a foot into the sand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe not a foot, maybe like eight inches into the sand mm-hmm. but each with each step you took, but it wasn't too bad. No, but I could understand where like, you know, if it flash floods, that section too is going to get a little choppy. Yeah. So, but we got to the other side. It doesn't look very long. No, um, it's but not far to cross. You get to the other side. We put our shoes back on. We make our way back up some rocks. Mm-hmm. And then we now we're on the other side and ready to like jump back on the trail. Right. And um, there were some restrooms right here. And these restrooms were like above ground restrooms that had, you know, 
that had like a little um like an alcove like where you could walk up some stairs and yeah. there was a covering and then you could go in and I was like, that's probably, you the know. The last restroom stop. Well, no, it wasn't the last restroom stop. But I was like, they probably made those alcove coverings so that people could sleep there. Right. Like, if in, need be. If need be. Right. Because people get stuck on this side of the river yeah. all the time. Yeah. And that's what, you know, now we were nervous about that. Because we were officially on the other side of the river. And we were like, okay. And I don't remember what time it was at this point. But I think it was probably, I don't know, around eight. eight. Yeah. Maybe around eight. Yeah. So, so we decided we're like, all right, let's just keep going. Yeah. When you did hike across before we got to those, um, the kind of the toilets, there were a lot of, you kind of go through a small grove of trees, trees, and that's where you kind of had to hike back towards the part where you would cross the river. Like if you would cross directly on, from the other side to then kind of, go and jog off to the right but um i just remember on the trees there were a lot of like flotation devices like tied there obviously like the state park does that in case someone is in danger and it's like oh damn somebody hopefully is there to untie that flotation device and throw it to that person so that they can be rescued so that was also a little like oh okay yeah here we are in the strong current zone now yeah yeah exactly so So that was a little bit that was, it was like, all right, well, you know, we have, we have these options if this is a problem, yeah. but hopefully nobody has to use them. Right. Right. I was curious why they couldn't put like a rope across to hold on to. Yeah. Especially because with we Secret had, Falls. We seen we had, that in Secret Falls. Yeah. Right. Though we hadn't, we went to Secret Falls after Catalau. Right. And so I wouldn't have made that. I only think about that in hindsight. I guess it's probably because if the river is that strong, people will still think, oh, well, the rope will save me. And I bet you it doesn't. Like, I'm I'm sure sure that's like, that's like false safe, false hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so. okay. So immediately after this, right? Like we see even more like danger signs that are like sharp cliff edges, falling rocks, all the things. Mm -hmm. Be very careful. We were like, all right, here we go. So immediately after these restrooms, it is like uphill again. Oh, yeah. It's a straight shot. Oh, that was really tough. And And the trail, which had been like a solid like three and a half to four feet and like red clay the whole time on the way to the beach, other than the time when it was just rocks, is now very narrow. And very overgrown. And so overgrown. So one of the big issues that we had, which really made the hike difficult for us and after talking to people after the trail and even on the trail the trail had not been traversed in a year basically and so, there was no sort of like um we're gonna come through and weed whack the trail that's not <laughs> right. happening so um, and the- that that happens a lot of the times trails are mostly maintained because of footfall of people continuously obviously there are park workers that come in and help to do the maintenance like the friends of the Kelalau trail but a lot of the times trails just stay maintained because they're being trampled in the same sort of way. And, and yeah. At this moment, like I had only brought shorts to hike in. Right. And um I had, you know, previously in Rocky Mountain National Park hiked in tights. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna bring any tights 
to hike in Hawaii because like, I don't think I'll need them. Yeah. But at this day, I really wished I would have had those Yeah. because like our legs were just going through it. Yeah. You know, I didn't have like a whole lot of like cuts and nicks on my legs by any means, but it was just like, you were just going through tall grass, overgrown trail, right and left. And you're going straight up as you're doing it. Yeah. So it wasn't very far after we had kind of jumped back on the trail that we encountered like a couple on their way back. I think they had gone all the way. They hadn't gone all the way to Kilalao. I think they had gone to um, the second beach. The second beach there. Yeah. And they spent the night and then they were on their way back. Right. And the guy was like, he was like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're trying to go all the way out. And he's like, okay, have a lot of fun. It's really snot. He described it as snotty. He's like, it's he really it snotty, really up, there. snotty up there. Um, and, and I wasn't sure what like, he meant It's snotty, but that. it's fun. Like kind yeah. of. Um, so. Right. And it was like, you know, encountering people on this trail, like, because there were so few, like, it was, it was like, you had to talk to them and be like, okay, tell me everything that you know, so that I can know. You depended on them. Yeah. The kindness of strangers. Literally. Mm -hmm. Like Blanche. Oh, like Blanche. Dubois. Dubois. Not Devereux. From a streetcar named Desire. No, that's Blanche Devereux from Golden (laughs) Girls. No, Blanche Dubois depends yeah. on the kindness of strangers, yeah. just like we were this day. We keep going up and we're still, we're going up and up and up and it like, it feels endless and like the grass is so overgrown. And at this point it's like, we're not moving quickly. Yeah. And like, it's this slick. was the first time that I was like, I started to doubt our ability to get all the way there. Right. Was in this moment, which now we're in like, we're going from like mile three into mile four. Maybe. It, maybe. Because <laughs> we okay. could not find trail markers. There weren't trail markers. And the other thing like was it was taking us forever to hike through. Yeah. Because it was overgrown and because it was so uphill. Right. And that was something we did not expect. No. Like we typically like on a clear trail can do like a mile and about like 10 to 15 minutes more like 15 is usually 15 is a walking mile So we're kind of like that's usually our gauge so we usually we're like okay let's you know figure what 22 miles would be at 15 miles you know a a minute but but i mean i think we even mile 15 minutes right i think we even said you know like let's budget like 20 minutes a mile because this could be harder it was taking us 45 minutes a mile at this point yeah because it was just so steep and so overgrown and, and very you, slippery. And you had to be very precise about where you put your foot. Yeah. There were a couple of spots like where like waterfalls were running through where it was like, okay, thank God we did indoor bouldering because right. like I was like, put your foot there and then now do a switch and now switch my hands. Yeah. And now put my foot here and now get out and now slide down. I mean like, There were at least three times that that happened. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of, like, care that needed to be taken when we were hiking out. We're continuing, and then suddenly we get kind of to, like, the top of this one Ridgeline, Ridgeline. And what did we see when we were there? We saw, we were able to see the beach. 
that we were just on. Like yes. this is also, I think you had said we saw the clapping tree like That's, earlier. Yeah, this, this is, is where we this saw, is the, clapping where we saw the clapping tree. Um, yeah, but we were able to see the beach from above, and good lord, we, we were, were really so high up. High. Yeah, we up, were so high, high up. We were high up. <laughs> yeah, high up in the air. <laughs> yeah, it was really incredible to see how much ground we had covered and. What seemed like a short amount of time, but you're right, was actually probably more like, you know, 45 minutes. 45 up. minutes. Up. Yeah. So at this point, like it kind of leveled out for a little bit up the top. Yeah. Up at the top. You got a little bit of a break. Like it was like, okay, it's going to be flat here for a little while. Yeah. And you were still in like a little bit of forest cover here. Yeah. But as we were traveling, then we get to this, like, gate. So we get to this, like, we're climbing up and we get to, all of a sudden we see a fence. And there are these metal stairs that go through the the fence that we have to climb over. And we basically were entering into a watershed protection area that was managed by the Forestry and Wildlife Organization of Hawaii. And this is, like, for a decent part of the trail, we would be in this section of the fence until I think we were closer, probably, to the beach, to Kilau. So we had to, like, crawl over, like, a thing in order to get over to the other side of of the fence. Right. Um, It's not that big a deal. It's no. It's just, like, a grade or whatever yeah like a metal staircase like and a graded so staircase i believe we went like down again mm-hmm. back into rainforest and it was a little slippery here like i felt like it was a little muddier here than it was before yeah and because it was um, more exposed too it was more exposed you fell a couple more times here i did <laughs> i managed to not fall and then um <laughs> Yeah, like there were a couple of other like waterfalls here. But it was around this time when we started to like look at the time and gauge. By this time, it was 10 a.m. Right. And we were like... What do we want to do? I think we've only come for five miles. Because there's... Now, there were some trail markers. There are trail markers built into the trail. However... They are so easy to miss because they're like on the ground and they're like or maybe carved into in a some rock. rock staircases. Right. And then you will just not see them. Yeah. And especially if things are overgrown. So we're just like looking at sort of like what our, our what time our, budget was. Our what? time budget yeah. and also what our phones were saying, you right. know, as far as like how far we may have gone. Right. And I was like, we I all think know we've she only lies. gone and she lies sometimes. Yeah. I think we've only gone like five miles right and it's 10 a.m right and we've been doing this for four hours right so we took a look at the time and yeah that's when we had to have a really face the music conversation yeah and i think we were good about that with one another we actually made a pact with one another before we even took off that morning that night we were like listen if at any point one of us wants to pull the trigger and say stop because they feel unsafe and murder each other (laughs) then we would we would agree. Right. And like there we, would be no hard feelings. No. There would be no FOMO. There would be nothing. It was like 100%. The both of us were like, absolutely. And that's always the case, I think. You and I have that like un, yes. really unspoken like agreement. But I think because we had done so much research and there was so much to be concerned about, that we were like, hey, this actually needs to be said out loud right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, you're right, we kind of come into this ridge line. There was a waterfall right near us. We 
both ate a peanut butter a sandwich. We ate a peanut butter sandwich. And we're like, listen, what do we want to do? What do we want to do? So we're do? like, let's hike till noon and let's see how we feel. And, and let's see where we are. And let's see where we are. Because we wanted to be back by like 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And we Fools were like, errands, folks. Well, we had only, it had taken us four hours right to do uh, maybe four five, and a half miles maybe five. five miles yeah and so i was like we don't have 22 hours like i mean we're like now averaging an hour per mile mile yeah and like that's not great yeah no it wasn't great so we we hiked a little bit more into now we're back into the woods a little bit we're back into the woods a little bit but now we're in incline woods right but before that there was that really big waterfall that had like a bunch of logs that we had to traverse over we we did like climb over it was not great it was like a tangle of yeah this was like not fun because it was all slippery wood and yeah it was very be very careful where you place your foot yeah because here's the other thing is like it was wet yeah. Everything's treachery now. Yeah. Literally, like something that looks like a normal walk from one place to another is can now be super treacherous. Yeah. So we make it over those trees. Yeah. And then we start heading back up. Yeah. And for a long time, it felt very sort of like peaceful, calm, uphill, like tree covering. Right. You could have actually not even been in Hawaii at this point. Yeah. It could have been anywhere. It was beautiful and it was easy for the most part at this section. And then it was like the forest opened up. Yeah. And when the forest opened up here, you were exposed. Oh yeah. Like you're walking and it's like, there's the ocean right on your right. Uh huh. Like, and like 4,000 feet below. <laughs> essentially like yeah. on a cliff edge. Yeah. But I mean, you're far enough in to feel like safe a little bit, but like, you don't have like if you fall to your right, you don't have like anything a forest to catch you. Like you're not inside of a forest. Mm-hmm. You're just exposed. So this was I was like, are we kidding? This is and at this point I was in the front and I was moving. Yeah. I was moving quickly, trying our best to like make up for some t- lost time here. Like I remember like going and going and going and like I still. I was like, is this going to get better anytime soon? And it didn't. Right. Eventually, though, that like kind of you, you turn back in towards the valley. And yeah. And you the curve. trail becomes wider again. Like, And the trail becomes wider. And what I thought was going to like make us go down, we actually went up even higher. Right. And so we went through this sort of like tight sort of squeeze of like some like twists to go straight up between some rocks. And then we ended up on like it was a it was a wider trail and covered again in trees and covered again in trees and this is where we decided to take a set and at this time we took a set and it was now 11 o'clock and we were like okay i think we've gone at least another mile or a mile and change and we're sitting there and then down below us what looked like at least 2 miles away was like this tiny speck of a person that like moved around this one corner yeah and then it was like four other people moved and they were people we had seen in the parking lot earlier that day that were clearly camping camping and we were like okay that's what we have to do next so we had a very serious sister conversation we did. at this moment we were like all right what do we do right 
And we decided that we had come probably about five miles at this point. We'd come about five, yeah, maybe five and a half. And we said... And it was, a, it was actually, it was 1130 yeah. at this point. After we were done sitting and eating, which we took about 15 yeah. minutes to do that. Yeah, 1130. Yeah. So we thought, okay, so it's literally taken us five hours, five and a half hours to get to this point, And we had to do the math. And we actually talked like, well, could we stay on the beach? Or could we like shelter if we went out to the beach and came back? midway because there was like a campground shelter we had looked that up the day before could we just sleep there because most people said you don't need a tent or sleeping bag you can just like sleep on the ground it's happened right and the other reality was like do we have enough water right and at that point we had i had gone through like maybe three quarters of my bladder at that point and you had maybe gone through like half right you drink faster than i do but we didn't have iodine pills no because we were like yeah, we'd read an article where this guy was like, I had, I had a, you know, like a two liter bladder bladder, and I was fine to do it there and back. And we had like three liter bladders and we also had like four bottles of water. Right. And so we were like, I think we have enough water. Right. Shock. We didn't have enough right. water. But basically we sweat everything out too. Oh yeah. So. So yeah, we had to make a game time decision Yeah, and we decided that we were going to turn back. We were going to turn back. I know. Yeah. It was um it was one of those it was like, well, the trail won that day and we just had to deal with that. Yeah. You know? Um sometimes sometimes being a beast doesn't mean you finish. Right. So And I think we both were really okay with the decision we made because yeah, yeah. it was really the toughest thing that you and I had done. I think it may have been a different story if the conditions were different in a lot of ways. Going now after the trail has been open for three, four months, maybe the trail conditions are better. Maybe exactly. they're not. And if I would actually rains, bring everything yeah. to prepare to camp. Right. If it hadn't rained for a week, maybe it would have been better. Maybe it would have been better. But there's no way to know. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes just as we faced in national parks, sometimes the conditions don't just cooperate and you are faced just dealing with what you have and you have to make the best of it and you have to make really good choices and decisions. Right. You have to make smart choices, smart decisions always. And this was one of those moments where we were like, all right, in order to finish this in daylight and feel like we're still alive, we need to turn back. Now. We did some math. We were like, we're probably going to like get out of here around two. No, was it two? Yeah. Like, oh, no, you're right. Maybe it was later. It would it have been like later. four. It was yeah, like four, four or five. Yeah. And, um, right. And we were like, we're going right to the beach and going in the water. We are. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Because the other thing was we'd not made it to Crawler's Ledge. No. And we were kind of really dreading having to do Crawler's Ledge. Yeah. Me personally, I know you were too. Yes. In that moment, we were like, all right, well, we're not going to do Crawler's Ledge, but it is kind of like, oh, we're going to have to turn around and do all of what we just did again. And I think that was also on our minds too. It was like, hey, remember all that tough stuff that we did on the way out? Remember, we all have to, we have to do that all the way back. And yeah, there was a lot of pause there that made the decision, I think, a little easier in both of our headspaces. There was also like, it's... It's true that some people have been known to hike all the way out to the Kalalau beach and then like pay a boat to bring them back. It's not legal though. It's not legal though. Right. But some people have. And, and it's it, a lot of money. Yes. And you have to have that money. And you got to have that. Oh, 
that good cold yeah. cash. You got to make that paper, girl. Yes, you do. So we did not have that. No. So we were like, we're turning around and we're going back. Yeah. I mean, and the hike back was, it was, it was fine. Like it was, we yeah. ended up running into like a family. I, I believe they were French or right. French Canadian. And they had asked us a little bit about, this is like right at that slippery waterfall with all those down trees. They'd asked us about how far we had gone and, you know, we, we gave them the information and then just kind of continued to traverse, um, back to the beach. The beach was pop, like very, very popular at that point. There were a yeah, lot, there of, were people a lot of people there. at the beach that day. We also, when we got back to the beach, we were, or before the beach, we were like, do we hike out to Hanacopia Falls? Oh yeah. There was this that was question. like a thought, like we ended we, up seeing people that well, had hiked we, out. We sat down and we ate more sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, Kalalau Trail, AKA where we sat and ate sandwiches. <laughs> Is what we could call this yeah. trail. But yeah, we sat and ate another sandwich. And then there was this... An older couple. Uh, older couple who passed through. And they were like, yeah, we camped last night. And we were like, we made it to this mile. And how was it after that? And they were like, it's rough. Yeah. It was real. It's really rough. And it's really overgrown. And it took us a long time yeah. to get there. And she had done it back oh a long time ago like 15 years ago right and she was like oh and it was so clear and it was a lot easier then she was like but this was rough coming back you know at this time yeah and then there was another old uh older couple that had come from the falls and we had asked them right hey how was the hike out there they're like it's craggy the ground there's a lot of roots you're hiking over a lot of different things because we were like okay we either hike the two miles back and we're just like, all right, that's that's we're going that. to the beach, <laughs> and, and we're going to the beach, or we hike up to the falls and swim and come back, which is like a mile there, or two miles, two miles there, there it's yeah, two miles there, two miles back, and then two miles to the parking lot. Yeah, we ultimately decided we were like, you know what, no, yeah, we're I think not. We also go didn't want to hike falls. wet either. We know? didn't want to hike wet. We were like, let's just go back to the parking yeah. lot. So we did. We made our way back. And saw a ton of people coming out just for the day hike to just the, for the two mile stream hike. and the beach. Yes. Yeah. Um, just a beautiful way to do that. Yeah. It's really, really great. And the first thing we did was like literally take everything off that we, well, would I keep wanna, us legal. <laughs> I want to add this. We made our way, you know, back across those two miles, mm-hmm. which was by the time we had done like a mile, we were like, we made the right choice. We were so tired. Yeah. And, we got into the final descent and we were like, oh my God, we're getting so close. We made the right decision. Yeah. At that point, my feet were like cut up. Dead. They were so dead. And then we finally get back to the road right next to, mm-hmm. the, literally next to the trailhead. We made our way back to the parking lot. And when we got to the parking lot, it started to rain. Oh yeah, you're right. It, and I was like, look prayers. at this. Prayers <laughs> answered. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot this. about that. It started to rain. Yeah. And then and from, it was quick. It was a it quick was little quick. burst. It was yeah. a quick little burst of rain, but I was like, hello. Yeah. There we go. It didn't rain until after we were done. Yeah. And then um, we hiked. We had to walk back the mile to the car, but we literally put everything beach, yeah. in the car. We stripped down and we went right into the water. And this is where we saw that, like, that really hot guy at the beach. Yeah. With his, I mean, his family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, there's yeah. my future family. You're like, I'm thirsty for a lot of things right now. <laughs> Water and this man. Water and this beautiful man. Yeah. Who then, who he talked to us uh-huh. because he was like, where he asked us about the shuttle and uh-huh. I was just tongue tied. And he was like, yeah, it's the shuttle. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it should be, it should be coming around really soon and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. But do you need a ride? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have enough room to give any of them rides, though. So we're going to end this trail mix with the game. But first, I do want to say, if I were to do Kalalau again, mm-hmm. anytime soon, I would probably plan to camp. Yeah, I think so. And I would have those iodine pills. Yeah. And I've, I've done water. that. I've had iodine pills before when I was in um, Peru, when I hiked yeah. Machu Picchu. That was like a thing. They're like, bring these. Yeah. And again, you'd done most of that research for this. So I did. I did. I wish I had like been a little bit more of like a, a like astute and like just studied the trail a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I, I think even had we done that, like yeah. we would not have been prepared for how overgrown it was. Yeah. And we yeah. would have had to bring a lot of camping yeah. gear. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, here we go. One has to stay hardest hiking trails. Great. Are you ready? I am. Okay. Kalalau Trail. Mm-hmm. Yosemite Falls. I knew she was going to be there. Angel's Landing. Mm. One has to stay. Yes. Angel's Landing. My mm. favorite. <laughs> that is your favorite. I love Angel's Landing. Okay. I do. I think it's just Not because torturous. you love that photograph. Oh. The photograph from way up high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, it is worth the photograph. Yeah. When you get all the way up there mm-hmm. for your dating profiles that yeah. you're not on right now. That's right. Yes. Um, so I'm going to just pose the same three to you. The same because three. Because I feel like those are our, our tougher ones. I can't you know, think of a third one that's harder than Angel's Landing. You know, one has to stay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Kalalau. Oh. I am. All I right. know. We didn't even get to finish it, but... Because of the adventure that... Yosemite Falls is so mm-hmm. hard. Um, yeah. And then um, Angel's Landing is beautiful, and it's, like, not not too bad, but those chains were traumatic for me. <laughs> um, but Kalalau was, like, you just get so much payoff. Mm. Like, the payoff is happening the whole time. Yeah. So, whereas, like, Angel's Landing the payoff is happening most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I felt like with Yosemite Falls, it wasn't until the very top. Yeah. And then I felt like there were better payoffs at the top of other hikes. So that's where. Okay. That's that's fair. This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. Follow us on Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. Contact us at Gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the trails in the National Parks, visit our website at Gaze at the National Parks.com. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by Michael Ryan. All original music is by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. We would also like to acknowledge that while hiking on the Kilalau Trail, that we were on the traditional lands of the Kenneka Owevi people. Mm-hmm.